Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors, LLC, GA, and or their investment advisor representatives. I'm Tammy Simpson, a certified financial planner, chartered retirement planning counselor, and accredited domestic partner advisor. And this is Tammy's Two Cents, the podcast. This podcast came about after considering why it would be worth your time for me to add more material into the vast universe of already available financial planning information. Books, newsletters, news shows, blogs, celebrity planning financial gurus, and of course, the internet, where Google is everyone's go-to financial planner. And then I remembered that throughout my life, one of the most valuable things I've ever sought was not information. It was an educated, wise, experienced opinion. And thus was born a reason to throw my two cents into the mix. I've been doing financial planning for over a decade, met with thousands of people, and designed hundreds of personalized financial plans. Don't expect this podcast to be heavy on data. I know data, I love data, I study data, I keep up on data, but this podcast is my educated opinion. In other words, welcome to Tammy's Two Cents, the podcast. Well, hello there, this is Tammy Simpson, and this is my two cents about, and today it's my two cents about variable annuities, and Tony Shore is with me. Um, Tony, thanks so much for being here week after week and having these conversations with me. How are you today? Well, yeah, I wouldn't miss it, Tammy, because every week I learn something, learn something new, and uh, it's fun. And it's great to talk with our listeners out there and uh, be here with you on the show. Uh, I'm doing great. I've had a great week. Everybody in my house, all five of us, have finally, the flu made its cycle through the house and is gone. Uh <laughs> The pets are healthy. The kids are healthy. So I'm doing, that means I'm doing good and a lot happier. How about you, Tammy? I know you've been really busy, haven't you? Well, we've been busy, but the flu went through our house too. It's gone, but now, you know, we're in Southern Cal and we have the coronavirus. Oh. Um, so anyone anyone listening to this a year from now, will kind of know when it was, uh, when it was recorded. It's- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's a serious <laughs> thing. And I hope they get that under control. So. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But anyway. So much for the flu and the coronavirus. Let's talk about something fun like variable annuities. (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) Something fun like variable annuities uh, said no one ever. Uh uh, Said no one ever. So what's (laughs) what's so fun about variable annuities? What are we going to why are we talking about variable annuities today? Well, we're talking about variable annuities because as as a financial planner who does personal financial planning for retirees, creating cash flow is is a priority. You know, up until we retire, it's all about growing, saving and growing our money and our investments and our net worth and our wealth. And then when we retire, um, it's not so much about growing it. And now it's about flowing it. It's about saying, how do I create cash flow out of all of this uh, wealth that I have accumulated and saved and is in all these different places? And one of the places that we can get cash flow is from annuities. Now, I just want to tell our listeners, this is my third podcast on annuities. So I've done 
a podcast that's just about annuities, my two cents about annuities. And it's kind of that general overview and you should listen to it first. Um, And then I've done my two cents about fixed um, and fixed indexed annuities. And so that's more drilling down on that. And today I wanted to do this one about um, variable annuities because these, this is kind of the world of annuities and I wanted people to be able to get the information about these and uh, know their differences sure. and and understand kind of the pros and cons and what might work for them and what wouldn't work for right. them. Right. And I think it's really good, Tammy, because there are a lot of misconceptions about annuities and you hear a lot of things, a lot of conflicting things, especially, at least I personally have heard and read so many conflicting things about variable annuities. Um, so I'm glad we're focusing in on these. But to start, why don't you uh, uh, describe or define a, a variable annuity for our listeners? What is that? Okay, so first of all, all annuities are a contract with a life insurance company. So that's basic. Every single annuity, no matter what flavor, it's a contract with a life insurance company. An annuity is a contract where you place one lump sum premium or you can pay premiums over time. You can let it grow. You can um, take withdrawals. You can start income. But the point of annuity, if you go back to the word annuity and the Latin root of the word annuity, it actually means a series of payments. So the original intention of annuities was that you could place premiums with a life insurance company and they would give you a series of payments for a period of time, sometimes a limited period of time and sometimes guaranteed for life, sometimes guaranteed for your life, sometimes guaranteed for the life of you and your spouse, sometimes guaranteed to someone for a period of time. This is what makes annuities seem overwhelming and complex is that there really are a lot of potential moving parts. But at their core, an annuity, a variable annuity, is for the same purpose of every other annuity. It's to place money into it and at some point potentially take a lump sum or a series of payments for cash flow. Okay, that's what an annuity is. Now, variable is where I want to focus on today. What makes it a variable annuity as opposed to a single premium immediate annuity or as different from a fixed annuity or different from a fixed indexed annuity? What makes a variable annuity a variable annuity? Yeah, Uh, there you go. And those are some great things to touch on. And I think we can all learn from that because obviously um, there are so many different kinds of annuities, as you've mentioned before, and it can get really confusing. Uh, So I think this is very important. Now, how does uh, a variable annuity uh, earn interest or how how does that all work? If you place money into a variable annuity, it's going to earn interest a little bit differently than a fixed annuity or a fixed index. And this is because when you place premium into a variable annuity, that money is usually actually invested in something. So um, it's not a mutual fund. This is not a mutual fund, but in some ways it looks and acts like a mutual fund because usually variable annuities will have within them 
uh, choices where you can have the money invested in stocks, in bonds, in a mixture of those, you know, in a combination of those. And many variable annuities will have um, have uh, groupings of them, right? You can be in a, in a conservative type position or a moderate type position. So this is where the premium you've placed is actually invested in those underlying uh, stocks, bonds, or that type of a, of a position. That's different from fixed and fixed index because they're not invested in the stock market or the bond market in mm. any way. Yeah. Um, so, so this, this one is, is variables are tied to the market then, a variable annuity. Um, tied. I guess we'd have to we'd have to define that. They're actually invested in the market. Oh, okay. I okay. See. Yep. Yep. That's what I meant. <laughs> they. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They. They are not like a fixed index annuity, tied sure. to it. What you know? What I would yep. say where these are actually invested. The funds are actually invested in the market. So if the market goes up, you make that money. If the market goes exactly. down, you lose that money. Exactly. And there are some advantages to that, right? Um, some of the, one of the things in a fixed indexed annuity is when the markets go up, you're going to get a portion of the gain. In a variable annuity, when the underlying investment that you are invested actually in, the stock or the bond or the combination fund goes up, you're going to not get a portion of that up. You're going to get whatever it did on the up. Now, of course, the downside is you're also going to get whatever it does on the downside, sure. right? You get the full down, whereas a fixed index annuity, when it hits zero, if the market drops below uh, and loses money, you don't lose any. Your principal is protected. Exactly. But in a variable annuity, hypothetically, you have more potential upside, right? Because you do not have caps. Mm -hmm. You do not have, you know, spreads. You, you, you don't have those limits on the upside. So, so the so, downside is uh, there's more risk, but the upside is you don't have limits on the upside. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So very different animal. Just it's a very different animal. So what's hard for people is when they talk to people about annuities or they hear someone say something about annuity or they Google something about an annuity, you don't know which of these annuities they're talking about. And I've even seen articles written by reputable people from reputable publications that they're commingling and kind of mixing up these characteristics, right, from one to the other. Um, it's, it's easy to do and it's hard to keep them straight. So I think it's very important with a variable annuity to just keep straight. This is a premium placed with a life insurance company. Another thing about this is the premiums you've placed are actually invested in these positions. It's, it's not, this money is not kept by the insurance company, right? Right. Uh, they, it's, it's not kept in their general fund. Um, this money is actually invested. Ah, okay. So what about fees though in a variable annuities? Are there fees? Definitely there are fees. And I would say generally speaking, when you hear about fees in annuities, we are mostly referring to fees in variable annuities. Now, this does not mean that there are never fees in fixed indexed annuities, but most of the fee 
uh, talk and most of the fees that are onerous or can become onerous have to do more with variable annuities. So, and this becomes really hard, Tony, uh, just before our show, just for fun, because, you know, I think weird things are fun. <laughs> I, go- <laughs> I Googled what are the fees in a variable annuity, right? And oh my, you know, I I was just... I bet you got a hundred different things all saying different things. Oh, there's probably 20,000 different <laughs> things, right? All saying 20,000 different things. But you know, it, it here's some of what, you know, came up. Variable annuities um, have a fee charged by the insurance company. Um, there are different, there's actually multiple fees. I've, I've seen a list of the fees. Um, some of them are easy to find. Some of them are not so easy to find. But one of the fees on a variable annuity is a fee uh, usually charged by an insurance company for a death benefit. And that fee can range from a half a percent to a percent and a half. Uh, it's different. You need to check your contract and know what this fee is. But that fee is there because let's say you pay a premium in the amount of 100000 into this variable annuity. A lot of variable annuities will have a feature that you're paying for with this fee of a death benefit, which means that let's say the underlying investments that I'm invested in lose 20% and now the value is 80000 not 100000 But if I die, I've been paying a fee for a death benefit that will give my beneficiaries the 100000 of the premium I placed. Oh, okay. okay. So that's a nice that's, feature, but there is a fee for that. There's a fee for it, and it's a nice feature. And it can be a nice feature if the purpose of this um, this variable annuity is for beneficiaries. If the purpose of it is for you to use during your life, well, then maybe, you know, I, I laugh. Maybe this is like taking birth control pills after menopause, right? It has nothing to do with me if this money is for me during my lifetime, but it might be if this is something that I'm really setting up primarily for my beneficiaries. That's going to be maybe one of the fees. Now, what we also know is that, you know, if you were to Google this, you might see some consistent things that say the average annual total fees of a deferred variable annuity can be around 3%. Um, I've seen them as low as one and a half. I've seen them up to 3.85. So there's quite a spread of where, you know, if you take all of the fees within the the variable annuity, they can easily be in the two, three percent range. Um, And this is where we hear the criticisms of a variable annuity or of annuities in general that say, oh, the fees and those things are so high, right? Um, so, you know, you can decide, uh, if you think that's high or not, you want to look at specifically, what am I getting for those fees? Fees are not always bad as long as what you're paying for is something you want. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, obviously, uh, like when you said you Googled it, there are so many different, uh, people with different opinions out there. Uh, Some people spouting off because really they're trying to sell something else or they're trying hard to get you to buy their particular variable annuity. But what's important is you work with a trusted fiduciary who's going to look out for your best interests. 
and say, hey, no, a variable annuity is not right for you, or there are these different variable annuities with these fe features, and this one has features uh, that would work out well for your particular situation or not. So, uh, and that's where you come in. And I think that's great because uh, we need to debunk the myths and really lay out the truths about annuities. And I know that's what you've been trying to do over the last uh, three episodes of the podcast of the show is really let people know what annuities are, uh, what the features are, and so they can make educated decisions. But I don't think anyone should get into an annuity without working with a fiduciary, a trusted financial professional. No, it's pretty tough. And you know, I'll take a, just a couple minutes here and tell you an experience I had this week. So I had, I have some clients and we've been working on their financial plan for since no, well, about three months. And so as we did their asset allocation and went through their cash flow goals, et cetera, um, we concluded that they needed to include an annuity in their asset allocation. And you know, as a good sized annuity, $750,000 of premium, that they were going to place it into their annuity. Well, they started to Google things and they went and started to talk to, they went and talked to a particular broker dealer representative. And then they went on and Googled, you know, you can Google, um, like I'm about to, if you're about to buy an annuity, contact us first and we'll give you a second opinion. Right. So they did that too. And over the last, I would say four to six weeks, they had four or five people in the mix that they were getting information from. Now, as you can imagine, Tony, you have a $750,000 annuity sale, potential sale, and everybody who is talking to them wants that sale. So when they go and say to Representative A, this is what we're being proposed by Representative B, what does Representative A say about that proposal? <laughs> yeah, It's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. Crazy. I have... I, I have a way better one. You know, this one has this and that and this fee and that and this cap and this surrender fee. And these poor people for about six weeks have been like that, you know, ping pong ball going back and forth between everybody and plus Google. So they came in this Monday and I'm not kidding you. The guy looked like he hadn't eaten in a month as I, you know, as slept. I looked at him, I said, Chris, what in the world is going on? So he finally fessed up that he's been Googling. He's been talking to people online. He's actually gone to two other uh, representatives offices. And he says, I, I just don't know who to believe. I'm so totally confused. I can't sleep at night. I've just, he says, you know, I've just decided I probably just not going to do an annuity because I, I cannot, I can't, I can't figure it out. That's mm. that's a big deal. Yeah. Especially when it's when if it's the retirement vehicle that does best suit a situation and will give them that reliable income they're going to need in retirement or something like that. Depending on the annuity and their situation, uh, that could be the case uh, and maybe for some folks. So it's crazy to take anything like that off the table completely, isn't it? Well, it's crazy, but I understand. And that is, that is what, that's what consumers are facing right now is that, um, and so you know what I actually did? 
I said, well, let's let's see if we can get a hold of one of these people you're talking to and let's do a meeting together. Right. Yep. Now, inter- interestingly enough, Tony, lots of times people don't want to do th- not my my clients were OK with it, but I've I've offered that a lot of times and I've almost never had anyone take me up on it. Um, <clears throat> I think it's and it's a legitimate thing to do if we if we have all these conflicting ideas going on in the same in the same. Well, let's let's put them all. Let's talk about them all together. But the place, and this is why I want to talk about this today, where this starts to to get particularly murky has to do with fees. Because um, people start to think, I don't know who to trust because I think they're making a lot of money on me. Now, when it comes to a variable annuity, I think there, there definitely are more fees and more cost associated with a variable annuity than with fixed, fixed indexed or SPIAs single premium immediate annuities and you do want to be a little bit more cautious because if your fees are two to three percent a year um, and you're investing in you know stock bond market in some combination you have to say what is the likelihood of me consistently earning more than the fees right Right. and you and you and you have to keep those fees in mind even if you look at the market and say well you know this market let's say whatever market I'm looking at and I check the, I check its history and it's typically made four to five percent a year. Well, but if my fees are two to three percent, um, that, that starts to easily chip away at the gains. So it's not, again, I would never say that it's, there's no place for this, but if you're going to pay for the fees in a variable annuity, you want to know what they're for. You want to know what they are. And you want to make sure that the potential returns um, are going to not only be able to warrant the fees, but that you're going to come out in a place you want to be. Right. Yeah. So fees are, fees are a big deal. And that's, that's where a lot of people get hung up uh, on annuities. And so it's really important that you work with somebody who's going to make that clear and here's exactly mm-hmm. what it'll be. Here's what you get for it. And, you know, long term, here's what that's going to add up to be. Uh, and here's why it is beneficial or isn't beneficial. And, and I think that's the that's kind of the bottom line with it. So uh, what else do you want to talk about today regarding uh, variable annuities? Where should we go next, Tim? Well, I want to talk about how people are compensated for selling you a variable annuity. Ah, yeah. So if you actually have some uh, a client come in, and you feel a variable annuity is the right thing for them, uh, and you research it and talk to them, and that's the decision they make, how are you paid? So there is there are several ways people are compensated with a variable annuity. It can be a commissioned product like other annuities where that person who sells you the annuity is commissioned. That commission can be paid up front one time in a lump sum or that commission can be paid in a smaller amount over a period of time okay Mm -hmm. that commission can be based on the amount of premium placed in the annuity um that's typically how it can be done now another way that a, a person who sells a variable annuity would be compensated could be other than through a uh, commission could be through a fee 
So a fee that is um, assessed on the value of the uh, of the money in that annuity annually or quarterly. Um, and that fee could continue indefinitely for as long as there was money in that annuity. And Tony, uh, people could get both. So it's possible to get an upfront or, you know, to get a commission and then to get an ongoing fee also. Um, so, and then now there are, and I've heard of no load and no commission and no fee annuities. Um, I hear those things, you know, thrown around and there are annuities with no commissions um, paid, but then there's going to be fees, right? Right. Um, Right. Or if there's no fees, then there's probably going to be commissions. The bottom line is anytime you're buying an annuity, uh, people are not going to do this for free. (laughs) Right. No, no, obviously. So, so if you hear, oh, this is a no commission annuity, then you need to say, well, okay, then how is the person selling me this getting compensated? Because no one is volunteering their services. They're all getting paid. And I think it's very important to realize that if you go online and you buy your annuity online through some, you know, site that says, you know, we're unbiased and we've got them all, it's really no different. You've still got people getting the fees and or the commissions. Some Every time you buy an annuity, someone is going to be compensated. And what I want to say to people is, you know, just don't freak out about that. Because the truth is you can't buy your groceries without someone getting compensated. You can't, there's nothing, and I can't buy the house, you can't buy a car. You can't go through life saying, well, if they're getting compensated for selling me this, it must not be good for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, yeah. You got to watch out. Be wary. Uh, yep. You, you definitely do. So, um, how, how safe is a variable annuity? I mean, is it insured like, uh, with FDIC or how is, how is it protected? How safe is it? As with all annuities, you want to first of all make sure that the company you're choosing to place the premium with and work with has a good rating. The the soundness of the company is important. Um, So you've got two aspects of a variable annuity. You have the company itself that you're choosing and how uh, safe and sound are they. And then you have the markets that you're invested in, right? So you have two separate things here because you could have the best company in the world that is, you know, very, very well established and um, a good quality company. But yet if you're invested in the stock market in some way and it goes down, well, that's not the insurance company's fault, right? Um, Right. So you've got both of those things that have potential. I will go back to what I say about all annuities and life insurance companies. Um, For the most part, most of them, uh, if you do a little bit of due diligence and check their size and, and their ratings and how long they've been around, these are generally speaking, very solid and, and uh, considerably, um, you know, there's not a whole lot of risk to the companies if you do if you're doing due diligence, um, but there, nothing is absolutely safe. I mean, there just isn't. Right, right. But 
pretty high degree of safety in the companies. Now, that does not mean that there aren't some companies that wouldn't be good choices. (laughs) Right, right. Got it. Um, So obviously there's a lot here and a lot of you mentioned earlier that things can be riders can be attached, right? So, Uh, yes. So variable annuities, just like in the other two podcasts, almost every kind of annuity you can put rider. There can be riders that you can purchase. You can have long term care riders. You can have death benefit riders. You can have um, critical care. uh, Right. There's there are different riders that can be attached and a rider is just an additional benefit. It's like when you go buy a car and you say, I'm going to pay a little bit more for the electric windows, right? So you can attach other benefits to these. Um, And so some of those can be worth buying and some of them get attached and people don't even know they're there. And then they find out I've got, I've got a rider to, to give this death benefit to my kids who I don't have any kids. Why? (laughs) Why? Why am I paying for this? Right. So that can happen also. I think it's also important to mention that variable annuities also have surrender fees. So, um, you know, we didn't talk about that just in the general ongoing fees, but surrender fees are usually we have a period of time. It's often about seven years. It might be 10, could be shorter, but we have a period of time that in addition to the commissions or the fees, uh, the ongoing fees, that if I pull the money out, I could pay an additional fee for the early uh, withdrawal of my money. Um I can just imagine our listeners, Tony, listening to this going, I'm, I'm already lost. I- <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That's why uh, we need them to set up that complimentary consultation. And that's why they should do that, because I know you're offering that to the listeners. Yes. So you can sit down and go over this. And, and you know, I think because a lot of things uh, like, uh, you know, I know that fixed index annuities, which we talked about uh, on another podcast that they can listen to, that's a really popular vehicle with a lot of baby boomers who have retired it's, because they need to set up a, an income that they know will be there every month. So uh, they want something like that. And a fixed index annuity may be the answer to that. Uh, but maybe their situation, it might be something else. So uh, it depends on where they're at, but you have to come in and then develop a plan and they have to make the decisions based on the best education and knowledge. And I know you've been doing this for a while, helping people come up with solid uh, investment plans and retirement income plans. Um, so one other question here, though, uh, before we have to go, like what happens to the um, what happens to a variable annuity when I pass away? If I own a variable annuity, obviously, if my spouse is alive, uh, it probably pass it on to her. Right. Yeah. So. If you die and you own a variable annuity and it has a balance in it, there is, you know, money there that you have not withdrawn and spent in most, I can't think of any case, but in most cases, that money is going to go to the beneficiary that you have designated. You should have a beneficiary set up and designated on that contract. Um, there would be, there is the potential in a variable annuity. Like I said earlier, if you had placed premium in the amount of 100000 into whatever uh, investment vehicle you were in had lost, and let's say it was down to 100 and, I mean, down to 80, if you were paying for that death benefit rider, your beneficiaries might actually get more than the money that's truly there. Um, mm-hmm. 
sometimes beneficiaries are allowed to assume the annuity and particularly spouses and can be how this is set up where it can continue to be left there um, to continue to, to do what it's doing. Um, and if the variable annuity has grown and the account value is higher than what you put in, then your beneficiaries could inherit obviously more. It, it should usually be whatever is there, whatever the account value is, unless the account value is less than the death benefit. Um, and then often Tony beneficiaries have multiple ways to access it. They could take it as a lump sum, which could have tax ramifications. Sometimes they can leave it there. Sometimes they have to take it out over five years. But there are, again, uh, variable ways that people can uh, inherit an annuity. Mm. Okay. So that's that's good to know. So um, is there a surrender fee? I mean, what's the liquidity like? Can I just take money out of a, a variable annuity or is there a time period? How does that work? So, yes. Yeah, so again, these are going to have surrender fees very similar to other annuities. That will be again in the 10, I've seen them at five or six years, but seven is common, 10 is common. And usually there is um, a liquidity feature. So that feature might say you can take 10% of whatever premium you've placed. So if you put in 100000 each year, you could take out $10,000. Um, it might say um, you can take out the interest it earns or you can take out um, 5% a year. There, these contracts will vary, but I would say industry-wide, the most common is that you can withdraw each year 10%. And that 10% could be of what your original premium was, irrespective of the account balance, or it could be 10% of whatever the account balance is at the time you want to take your withdrawal. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. So uh, if you await the time period, then you can take it out without a surrender fee is what you're saying. You Yes. And and remember, it's not just surrender fees. Anytime you take withdrawals from an annuity, you have, often have taxes. You can put 401k money, IRA money, SEP money, after-tax money. Um, you can put any type of tax quality, Roth money, into a variable annuity. So And all money even if it's after tax money, will grow tax deferred in a variable annuity. So what does that mean? It means that if I have 100000 it's not IRA, it's not Roth, it's not 401k. It's 100000 that I got from the sale of my motor home, okay? And I decide I want to place that in a variable annuity. And let's say that in the first year, it grows 5%. I don't pay taxes on that. And the next year it grows 3%. I don't pay taxes on that. The only time I'm going to pay taxes is when I withdraw it. It's really one of the only vehicles that isn't a traditional retirement vehicle that when you place premiums, it does grow tax deferred. Um, Now, it's very important to, to remember that if you put money into a very, if you put money into mutual fund account and it's, after tax money, put a hundred thousand and you die, it's worth two hundred, it will step up to your beneficiaries. There won't be a tax bill um on that. It might be a state tax, but the regular just tax you're gonna step up in value. In a variable annuity, 
it does not step up and it's ordinary income. Oh, okay. So uh, that's good to know as well. Now we're out of time for today's show. I think we've covered a lot regarding <laughs> variable annuities. Uh, why don't you let our listeners know how they can set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation with you? Okay. So if your eyes have glazed over and you and you and you just go, I can't, I can't figure this out. Just come on in. That's the easiest thing to do. Um, I have a big whiteboard in my office. <laughs> And uh, you can take a picture of it when we're done. So just come on into the office. Um, you can also email me um, at Tammy at WFGWestInc.com. You can call our office. Obviously, the easiest thing to do is go to our web page because that's where all the contact information is. Um, so our wealth pay our uh, web page is wealthfinancialgroupwest.com. All right. Well, that does it for today's episode of Tammy's Two Cents with our host, Tammy Simpson. I'm Tammy Simpson, and you've been listening to Tammy's Two Cents, the podcast. I believe one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself and your family is financial planning, taking time to intentionally and purposefully create a plan for your money. I hope these podcasts inspire you to do just that get more information at Tammy's two cents.com. If you haven't yet go to iTunes, Google play or Spotify and subscribe to this podcast. Join me next week for another Tammy's two cents podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Annuity guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Fixed index annuities are designed to meet long-term needs for retirement income. Any distributions may be subject to ordinary income tax and if taken prior to age 59 and a half, an additional 10% federal tax. Early withdrawals may result in loss of principal or credited interest due to surrender charges. Income riders may be offered either built-in or for additional cost. Although an external index may affect fixed index annuity contract values, the contract does not directly participate in any stock or equity investments. Tammy Simpson offers investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-885-0508 an SEC registered investment advisor. Radiant Advisors LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Wealth Financial Group West Inc. is not a registered investment advisor and is not an affiliate of Gradient Advisors LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through Tammy Simpson, independent agent. Wealth Financial Group West Inc., Tammy Simpson, and Gradient Advisors LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.